Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. came down from on high but they weren't the old gods they were the new gods and they put in their podcasts and they listened to them and they were really cool because podcasts are new media and that is cool i'm alex when gods come to earth they ask their subjects do you worship me or do you worship a car and some of them will face the great shame of worshiping a car Right, Pete LePage? I'm Justin. I'm Pete. <laughs> and you're listening to American Godcast, a podcast about American gods. We're going to be talking about the third episode of season two, Moonin. Is that where we're going with? Not Munnin? It's definitely not Munnin. Yeah, because I'm uh, having fun in with Munnin. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. But... Uh, Mo money and mo problems, as we always say. Oh, I mean, that's we always one, say that. We always do. I think that's uh, one of the Ravens. Yeah, uh, it's one of the Ravens. I just never know how to pronounce his yeah. name. Huggin and Munnin. Uh, Huggin and Moonin. Yeah, sure. sure. Huggin and Munnin. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Greek mythologer. You're like, let's call him a Huggin and Munnin. I, well, that's Northam's mythology, first of all. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, so it's fine. So you can pronounce it. This is the thing that a lot of people don't know about Norway is they pronounce things whatever way they want. Exactly. They're a cavalier people. <laughs> they are. Uh, that's what all the Vikings were about. So let's talk about this episode. Let's get into it. Uh, give you guys a recap of where we've gotten so far. There's a guy named Shadow Moon. He started life as a bit of a con, ended up getting arrested for that. He got out of jail, but too late for his wife, Laura Moon, who died. But luckily, she came back thanks to a lucky coin provided by a leprechaun named Mad Sweeney. Mad Sweeney, the leprechaun, 
has lost his luck because his coin is stuck inside of Laura's stomach. Meanwhile, at the same uh, kind of time, uh, Shadow Moon hooked up with a guy named Mr. Wednesday, who turns out to be Odin. Odin is the leader of the old gods in a war between the old gods and the new gods. The new gods, led by Mr. World, seconded by the technical boy, mm-hmm. uh, and used to be working with Lady Dane Media, played by Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson didn't want to come back for season two. So uh, this episode, we finally get to see new media. Everybody's huh. favorite. Yeah, I was like, I get it. Yeah, I was like, Instagram, uh, like right? K-pop. Oh yeah, so I was popular. Like, like favorite. Yeah, yeah. Retweet. retweet. So anyway, I will get annoying. into that. I'm sure and talk about that a little bit later. What else do you need to know? There's a guy named Salim who is in love with a gin genie. And they've been biking around all over the place and doing random other things. Uh, that's pretty much uh, all you... You are forgetting the most oh, important right, character. Okay, yeah. A car died last episode. <laughs> uh, no, not just any car. Betty. A sweet, sweet Cadillac. Right. So what happened the last right. episode, Shadow Moon had been captured by Mr. Town, uh, who, as we all know from the insurance commercials and from his appearance on 30 Rock and absolutely nothing else, yep. despite what people tell us online and get angry about it uh, when they listen to the podcast. Oh, we catch some heat from that? Uh, just a little bit of heat, just ever so slightly, because people are like, he's been in this thing and this thing and this thing. And I was like, I think just the insurance commercials. He's mayhem. Yeah, <laughs> don't get up in our face. He, he is mayhem. He's uh, Liz Lemon's bad boyfriend. Yeah, that's what we know. Wow. Anyway, he doesn't show up this episode, but uh, Shadow was captured. Uh, Black Betty, the car, was sacrificed by Odin in order to save Shadow Moon and knock over the train. Uh, on, while Betty. Mad Sweeney and Laura were inside trying to rescue Shadow on their own. And as we pick up, we have, I want to say, approximately 15 minutes of Requiem for the Car. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah. like Could have been longer. Could have been longer. It was like sitting through Sunday school. Oh, my God. Uh, what are you both talking about? It was the best part of the goddamn episode. Please focus I on the Cadillac. I they opened with that. I, that. I can't believe they opened it with that. Glorious. It was glorious. So I was like, on the edge of my seat. It was so cool to see the flames kind of turn into a horse, but then back into a Cadillac and a trippy montage for the ages. It's just so crazy. That should be a commercial you see on television. (laughs) Buy Cadillacs, yeah. Buy old Cadillacs from gods. Uh, No, because we made fun of Pete last episode for focusing so hard on that car, and then the show almost heard Pete. (laughs) A raven was perched at the window being like, that guy knows what he's talking about. Raven's very stupid, obviously. Uh, so was, they were like, let's make the show about the car. Let's do an, an intro that features the, the, the car. Show, the, the whole beginning of the show about was about the car. And then the whole thrust of Laura's uh, storyline was how bad she was. And again, I feel like Pete wrote this episode, maybe. Yeah. Did you? Did. Did because we've been pretty up on Laura, right, Justin? Yeah, I and love Laura. Pete's been pretty down on Laura. Mm-hmm. Right, Pete? That's right. There you go. Because she cheated on her husband. Like some kind of asshole. Sure, and most of her plot line this episode was tagging along with Mr. Wednesday and finding out that ultimately, at least according to him, he do- she doesn't care about Shadow Moon as much as she cares about herself. Right, and that she is the different person. I See... I thought I really love these scenes in this episode. Um, Wednesday and uh, and Laura. Wait, are, are we not going to talk? We got to talk about the car a little bit more before. No, we, we don't. Definitely, oh, we do. Come not. on, guys. The car is not. That's the only time the car is in the episode with this fucking ten minute Dude, requiem. It's fantastic every time they're rolling in that car. It what are you? The, are you what are you, are you a car about? guy? Are you a gearhead? Yeah. I'm not a gearhead, but I. 
That car you is You live fantastic. in New York. You don't are, are never around cars. I know. That's why it's so also, great. Also, the other one. thing is the car was fine. Like, they went through this whole thing, and they were like, well, here we are. It back came in back the car. to life. We got to see the, you know, death and rebirth. It you know, I really feel bad powerful. for the train. Oh. The train gets no respect. Man. Uh, helped populate America. You know, mm-hmm. and the train just gets wrecked, doesn't get to come back to life, doesn't get a special sequence for it. It's just broken. Yeah. And you know what? You gotta, I'm gonna, like I'm America. Gonna, I'm going to reach out to New Media and try to get hashtag train going. Yeah. You <laughs> uh, probably uh, have to call on some drops of Jupiter or yeah, something good. like that. It's right? good. I mean, yeah. can't believe it took you that <laughs> long to come up with that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was like, oh, I said the word train. <laughs> Alex is going to say either me, Virginia, which would have been fun, or drops of Jupiter. And it took a, it was like watching an old Cadillac find a gear. That's what it felt like because in my head I was like, oh, train joke. Okay, wait, you can't <laughs> just go. say train. That doesn't make any sense. Let me go back into the card catalog and <laughs> my train joke blows the dust off, <laughs> drops of Jupiter. I understand. I was walking today with my daughter and I was. she was like, what's that? Pointing to a uh, fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fire extinguisher. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? And then she was like, what? And I was like, I don't know what it is. Oh I couldn't think of fire hydrant. It was crazy. <laughs> For a while. You, you had dad brain? Is that I, what you Well, dad. you know when something gets in your brain you're like, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. You know it's wrong, but you're looking at it. Same thing with train. Same thing with train. Yeah, there we wow. go. Anyway. Anyway, so the train breaks. Uh, Mad Sweeney throws Laura in the trunk of the car. She's pretty pissed at him. Sweet, sweet Cadillac. They drive back. over to uh, Mr. Jacques's. Yeah. Uh, mortuary, mm-hmm. where he proceeds to uh, sew Laura back together. But As not he's eating her. Right. He takes a little bite out of her. Yeah, I think that's little, fair. Yeah. You know. Yes. Matt Sweeney's always in a bad mood. Yes. Uh, is it just about the luck? Because, yep. you know, you'd think if he had his coin, he'd be like, jolly. He would be super happy. I don't think so. He's I mean, just he, a jerk. Yeah, he's just a jerk. And I, uh, the thing we talked about the last episode, which I still think is fair, is I think he has feelings for Laura yeah, that he, does. he doesn't know how to deal with. And he's kind of doing the pull her pigtails thing going on. Yeah. But he it's was a classic almost, move. It's a classic move. Right. And this episode, he has a break with Mr. Wednesday, who technically he works for, mm-hmm. and decides to head to New Orleans to go see the Baron, who I assume is Baron Samdi. Probably, right? Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. sure, yeah. The, the, <laughs> what? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, famous uh, voodoo uh, character. He deals with the dead, brings back the dead. If you read Shadow Man from Valiant Comics, he's I a do. bad guy in Shadow yeah. Man from Valiant oh, Comics, but it's based on not a real figure, but a real figure from uh, local mythology. And there's, oh, a, cool. there's a split. Wednesday's like, come with me. Um, we're going to go do this thing um, that'll give you life and light, get your life back. And Matt Sweeney's like, I know a guy who'll give you your life back. Right, and she chooses she, Wednesday, who yeah. was the person that killed her. Yeah. Also, she all she does is complain about that guy. And then she's like, oh, you, I'll go with you. Do you think she senses the feelings for Matt Sweeney and maybe shares them a little bit? And she's like, I have to stick by uh, Maybe. I think she's just being obstinate this episode. I think she's just, she's stuck with Matt Sweeney when Mr. Wednesday wanted her to do something. And now she's just kind of flipping it around. Yeah. You know, she's Changing going. It up. Yeah, exactly. Like Matt Sweeney wants to be with her. 
now. Yeah. So she doesn't want to be with him. And I think you could probably draw a line to how she feels about Shadow Moon, how Shadow Moon feels about her, and that's what's going on there. Uh, hashtag also, Mad Moon. Uh, just before I forget, because I think this plays throughout the episode, even though this was not my favorite episode of the season, I think there was a very strong theme throughout of fire and rebirth that they start off with yeah. the car at the beginning. Things are constantly being set on fire throughout the episode. They're talking about resurrection and what it means. So just from that writing perspective, I like that quite a bit. Yeah, let's follow out uh, Laura and Wednesday uh, for a little bit. So they're tracking down um, Argus, uh, who is the um, god of surveillance, the old yeah. god that became a new god, which it's I thought was interesting. Panopticon thing going on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Is that a train song? Uh, I'm yeah. assuming that's a, or there an album. She is in the Panopticon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, Panopticon. Uh, it's a many eyed beast from ah. mythology. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, still got I it. double check myself on that. No, that's, uh, let's just say you got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, they are going to track down Argus. Uh, one of the big questions that I have this episode is what is Mr. Wednesday's plan right now? Like, what exactly is he doing? Is he he's, just doing... It seems like he's picking fights, just going around, like, taking stabs at people. Well, he's he's definitely got a larger overarching plan that he is like meticulously following. When no, he, that's very wrong. A Panopticon is a circular prison. Never mind. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I meant something different. Great. Uh, okay, that's a circular prison. Imagine. How'd you get out? Uh, <laughs> you dig. You dig? Yeah. No, it's a circle. Yeah, you run in the opposite direction and it dig breaks. out. Dig out from the circle? Yeah. No, it's a pretty. It's a circle. It's like a. Hey guys, hit hit me up at, at Azalbert on Twitter and let me know what word I was thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> I will be amazed if someone has an answer for you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what was I saying? Um, we're all we're all <laughs> ancient <laughs> men. We're, we're all ancient people. Our brains are broken. <laughs> oh, fire hydrant! I was thinking. Fire it's like a fire hydrant. This episode. <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, Laura and Wednesday. So, oh, his plan. I think. Uh, he is, I think his goal this episode is to uh, sow discord between Laura and Shadow. He goes way out of his way to say, you're not the woman that was in love with Shadow Moon. You shouldn't be with him. And I think that's, whatever he needs Shadow for, um, Laura is the one thing that can stop it from happening. And I, so I, I think, think so, too. I yeah. mean, I keep going back and forth whether he is manipulating Laura or not because he led to her death, right? Yeah. But I don't think he counted on her coming back to life. For sure not. It yeah. was definitely to get Shadow into place. He's trying to push Shadow to something, but she is that rogue element there. So they head through Argus, uh, which, of course, you know from the hit show Arrow. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah, same Argus basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, nice that Arrow got a nod. Yeah, no, it's great. Like yeah. that's where it started, and now it uh, follows through American Gods, even though American Gods predates it by several decades, and the word Argus by millennium. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they go to Argus, and they go through different levels of Argus. First, uh, we get a field, a very funny line. Classic. You enjoyed this uh, from Mister Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Laura's like, like, "Where are we?" And he says. It's a field. It's a fucking field. It's so great. Good line. Field. Field How did you not know it's a fucking field? Yes. Uh, so they get there, and what we find out is on each level, in order to proceed, they need to sacrifice something. First, it's a cow. Then it's the Great Library of Alexandria. Oh, that uh, was where, sad. Very uh, sad to see that go down. You, you are way too into inanimate objects. 
Like, you do not care about the adamant objects at all in the show. Dude, also, also known as like, humans. Yeah, how can you like any of these <laughs> characters? They're constantly jumping around and changing sides. I was all Shadow Moon, but, like, this episode, he was being weird. So, yeah, okay? I'm, uh, you know, I'm sticking up for sweet Cadillacs, and you, you shouldn't burn libraries. You just shouldn't do I'm it. I'm not going to disagree with you. You shouldn't do it, Pete, all right? This podcast you were hit. like, burn, yeah! And I was like, no, this is awful to watch. This podcast has always been pro library arson, and for you to <laughs> go against that now is shocking. And I just don't think it's a. I'm we, beating you with your kid's llama. Uh, <laughs> That's not a metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Pete, you're saying inanimate objects can't be bad. What if a bad guy drove this sweet Cadillac? Oh yeah. What that if? Is. What if Laura was like, "It's my Cadillac now," or or Megatron? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Huh? Think I mean, about is that. He driving it as a gun because if he is, I mean that's fine. Wait, I think he gets sorry. <laughs> I said Megatron. And he immediately went to Megatron driving a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's not what I was talking about. Oh. Megatron say- turns into a gun. Right. Right. <laughs> and I just thought it'd be funny if we if a know, gun was driving, driving a car. car. Yeah, it was yeah driving, I mean that would so, be funny. I'm not going to yeah. disagree with you, but okay, that's not thanks. necessarily the point that I was getting at. Oh. Just uh, a bad guy driving yeah. the car. No. no, let's just move on. Okay, uh, great. Definitely a lot of footnotes we're going to have to do at the end of the episode <laughs> to really <laughs> translate what the fuck everyone's talking about. Uh, uh, so they. Um, and I, th- I do think another theme here is Wednesday is burning down old shit. He's an old god. He's fighting the new gods, yet he spends a lot of his time destroying what has come before. I think that's an interesting thing. Yeah. It, it, yes. Why would he be doing that? Why also, would- he's like saying, hey, remember what side you're on. So apparently he thinks they've chosen the wrong side. And Right. I, I mean, this is my question with what Mr. Wednesday is doing right now. Like, he has to have some overall goal. We don't know what that goal is. I felt like we had a better sense of it even in the first season because it was all heading towards this confrontation. Now we're in the confrontation, but it seems like small battles back and forth. It seems like uh, the new gods do something, the old gods, by which I mean just Mr. Wednesday, does something back and forth, back and forth. But we don't have a sense of where this season is heading, like what the ultimate goal is yet. Granted, we're only three episodes in, but at the same time, I feel like we need that clarity. We need that understanding of what what the end result is, other than yeah. just constant skirmishes. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I think his overall goal is that he wants to get a Cadillac for everybody, like everybody gets yeah, one. A Cadillac you know, in every pot. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, so they, uh, the first Argus that they destroy is the, the cow. Uh, or the, right. the, that was Argus gross. The dead. first sacrifice, first sacrifice is, is the cow. Uh, it's a cow that turns into a woman. Right. Um, now that's from a myth, I believe, where, uh, or in Greek mythology anyway, where Zeus uh, hides a woman he's having an affair with as a cow. Uh, so I thought that was interesting as like God hiding mistress as animal. Right. Do you think it's uh, teeing something up or I do think so. Yes. Okay. Uh, there was to take a step back. Uh, Mr. Jaquel tells a story that normally would be told by Mr. Nancy, but he was completely absent this episode, which sucked. It, it was too bad. Uh, but Mr. Jaquel tells it with a, oh my God, words. Zoetrope. Thank you very much. Uh, with the zoetrope, um, I like the sequence, yeah. but I did not love it. And Ooh. 
part of the reason I, I know I've been a down on the second season in general yeah, yeah. I, because I think it's good, but it doesn't reach the same heights as the first season. I felt like watching that the way that that sequence was edited in the first season, they would have zoomed into the zoetrope and then hung on it. Yeah. And that would have been the entire story. But the way that it was edited, they kept cutting back to Mr. Jacquel's face telling the story. And it felt more straightforward to me. Yeah. I don't know if you, you guys been, felt that way. Yeah, you've been saying that a lot. The second season is more straightforward. And it's weird because it's you're saying it like it's a bad thing, which I'm very much enjoying that. You like straightforward. Uh, I like it, yeah, sometimes, especially... Uh, because a lot of this is so confusing. We're talking about old gods, new gods. We don't know what's happening or what the plans are. So it's nice to have some straightforward storytelling a little bit. I guess. I don't know. I don't want that. That's not why I'm tuning into American Gods. If I wanted straightforward storytelling, I'd watch SWAT like everybody else. <laughs> cool. Yeah, th- they're taking on the old gods right now. In SWAT. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, Law and Order. Good thing for uh, Shamar Moore. Are you like, talking about the LL Cool J uh, vehicle SWAT? Uh, no, that's the movie. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They, there's a series called SWAT. There's a TV which series. Which is a remake of the old TV series. Oh, SWAT. You're thinking, but in the movie, of course, you know that they, they won million dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great fans. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, Laura, they tracked down the final Argus, the current Argus, who is becoming was an old god, became a new god. I thought that was interesting. We haven't really seen that. Yeah, and she, he's like, why don't you go kill them? Uh, and meanwhile, um, Technical Boy and uh, New Media are. There. Should we jump back and talk about New Media's introduction? Let's do it. Uh, So Mr. World and Technical Boy are watching. Uh, They're pretty pissed off because uh, the titular Moonin, Munin, we're not still still not sure, uh, takes out one of Argus's drones. Do you think uh, the Raven is dead now? Is that why we get the episode title? I I mean, that seems weird. One of those very powerful uh, ravens would just hit a drone and die. Yeah. But birds run into windows a lot. Oh, my God. It's yeah, the but worst. They, you know, sometimes you think they're dead. They lay there for a while, but they're just knocked down, and then they come to them. Yeah. So they're there in this headquarters <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on, trying to track down Shadow Moon, which we'll get back to his storyline in a moment, uh, when new media, well, media, the program that she's been running, finally comes together and out pops new media, new actress, Yes, Pete? It's funny that you said out pops because she looks like a K-pop star. Right, which is on purpose. She has uh, little emojis popping off her. She throws a little shade at old media by looking like Marilyn Monroe, but emojiized very quickly. And then what's the line the technical boy says? He says, uh, like, this is supposed to be a fucking upgrade. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, That seemed kind of cheap. Yeah, we get to see new media. Uh, What's your take on her? How do you feel about her so far she was super annoying well it's such a risky thing to uh introduce uh, like you can't commenting on something that is like so uh changing so quickly in culture it's like uh anytime anybody is like look at this cool i'm making fun of twitter it's like the minute you said it it's over like you can't and the fact that the timeline of sorry real quick panoptes that's what it was. It is Argus Panoptes is the god. That's why I thought Panoptes. See, you were pretty close. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's. I think the Panopticon comes from Panoptes, so there you go. It would make sense. Yes. I felt like until you answered that, I was in a circular prison, prison <laughs> just <laughs> not <laughs> knowing what you meant. Just oh, dig man. your way out, man. That, that, that's, you keep saying that, but uh, that doesn't make any sense. It sure does. <laughs> sure. Dig your way. That's your answer for everything. Yep. Uh, 
Speaking of which, so we get this new character who's already kind of like this trope a little bit, and then immediately tentacle porn. And it's like, oh, come on, guys. Seriously? Well, so We're going to uh, get the anime character and, and tentacle, tentacle we porn? We should say Pete was just watching tentacle porn on his phone <laughs> while we were watching the episode. Um, Not yeah, true. Unrelated. Not that's why true. Uh, we call him Pente Pete. Yeah. Hente? Hente Pete. Hente Pete. Hente Pete. Uh, <laughs> Not so, all hente is tentacle pente. porn, all right? Okay, that sounds like a real hente Pete statement to make that a clarification. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, by the way, if you have any hente you want to send Pete's way, at Real Pete LePage on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> just, no. just tweet it right oh. out of me. Loves it. Loves oh, no. it. Very new media view. Uh, so, uh, Mr. World has new media and technical boy. Go talk to Argus and new media is like, oh, Argus, he's wired up. I want to get that sweet Ethernet. Well, she makes a good point where she's like, hey. This is going to be like two men enter, one man leaves. I mean, we are both the same. Like, why are we both here? Or a technical boy? Yeah, I thought yeah. that was funny. Sort of a comment on this, the series a little bit, like very meta. Like, right. we're sort of the same God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny. And so uh, New Media is trying to hook straight up to Argus to uh, basically... Hook up is right. Conglomerate. They're getting it out. Yeah, media. so he sticks out his two penises. She grabs one of the penises, and then he shoves the other penis up her hoo-ha. So that's going on. Wow. Tentacle I point. actually think she was the one doing that. What? What? I no. Thought, he no. was doing that. Uh, I thought she. Did was you see one. his face? It was him. No, but I think he was enjoying it. But I thought yeah. she was the one who was. She was the one trying to get connected to him. So to me, it was her. She grabbed it. No, but that was hit. All right. Well, this is. We'll never know. All right. Uh, okay. We got what another hour to like really diagram this and figure this out. Uh, the uh, yeah. So then uh, Laura comes in. In the middle of their copulation. Can, I, can oh, I stay on this for a second, sure. actually? Oh, I, I do. No, because I agree with Pete here that I felt like I was, I was frankly put off by it. Like, I get the choices that they made, yeah. but new media is nowhere, there's nothing against the actress, nowhere near as fun as media was. Like, yeah. for, granted, you can't match up to Jillian Anderson. That's you fine. You can't. You but can't do the it. idea of having She's this phenomenal. iconic Americana, it was... Awesome. Every time she showed up on screen, the whole thing with the old gods is it fe- the new gods, even they felt inaccessible and strange and terrifying and off-putting. And I know I'm harping on the same thing, but it feels like the longer we get into the season, the more straightforward they are, the more understandable they are and less above everything. Having the three of them kind of just hang out in a room and chat about stuff, it doesn't... There was nothing terrifying about it. Like, I feel like they have become less of a threat and frankly having somebody who just spits emojis and talks about likes and favorites and everything also less of a threat well but i would argue also though, super annoying to have to watch i would argue the point of wednesday a lot of wednesday wednesday's speeches and, and whatnot are like the new gods are cheap they are sure. uh, and i think that's what seems to be on display here like technical boy is a brat uh, new media is like self-obsessed. Like I think that's a little bit of the point of this whole thing. And Wednesday's like, we have to. We're being supplanted by worse gods, so we need to fight them and, and stop them from taking yeah. over. That's that, fair. Uh, but uh, just to keep pushing forward with this, though, having her come in and immediately turn her into a sex icon felt it was a bummer. Yep. Like it, it's not how I want to see a new female character introduced. On <laughs> I the mean, show. I agree with that, but. I, I read the scene that she was the one who was taking advantage of, of Argus. Sure. So I didn't think it was uh, exploitive in that same way. I will say, yes, her coming out and being like, ooh, think of all the likes we can get. And then, like, having an orgasm, basically. I was like, oh, yeah, that's your move. <laughs> but 
Uh, that is what it happens. is. What it is. We have to live with it. We have to watch and recap every episode of the show. Exactly. We're in a panopticon trying to find our way out <laughs> through podcasting. Dig panopticon casting. Life's the garden. <laughs> Dig it. Stop saying <laughs> that. Uh, All right. So anyway, uh, this uh, collides with the Laura Mood and Mister Wednesday plotline, where uh, they have gotten a knife. Wednesday gives her the knife and says, "Hey, if you stab." Argus right in the neck on his tattoo. You will get a charge up on your coin. You'll briefly come back to life. She feels very conflicted about it, but he says, what else are you going to do? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That, that, w- that was tough for me because she's supposed to, this whole time she's been like, fuck this. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do what I want. Like, fuck you, Mr. Wednesday. You're evil. You do shit selfishly. And then he's like, all right, fine. Just go stab this person and then you can be better. And I just, I was like, she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't fall for that. But she did. And it was a little disappointing that she was so easily been able to manipulate. Well, but I do think she's in the middle of this thing where she doesn't know what her purpose is and she doesn't know what her relationship with Shadow is because it seems... But if that's your thing, if you're saying Shadow Moon's my life, stop rolling around with Wednesday then. But Get he's the so, fuck out of there and go follow your light. He's generating this doubt in her and it's hitting. You know, she feels guilty for cheating on him. Like, she, I think, is genuinely like, maybe I am making my, the person I love's life worse I by also, hanging around. I also think there's a desperation from her because she is literally rotting. There are maggots wriggling around inside of her. Yeah, uh, I was trying to eat why that was going on. So, right. yeah, she, I remember that. Yeah, so all of the... Well, eating, eating maggots. Yes, you were eating a big plate of maggots. Uh, by the way, if you have any pictures of maggots, just tweet them oh at P, at Real yeah, Pete page. If you can figure out a way to work the head date together with the oh, maggots, like... Oh, come on, it's man. It's out there. It's uh, out there. That's, evil, a, man. that's a You good, are evil. You uh, are just... Sorry. Straight evil. It's all right. Don't worry about it. New media. It's all going to be for me. I'm going to be tweeting <laughs> a bunch of gross <laughs> pictures at you. You're going to create a couple of um, fake accounts. But I do think like she is rotting. So she is looking for a way to very quickly get back in the game and get after Shadow. And she doesn't know if she can trust Mad Sweetie. Mad Sweetie saying, come to New Orleans. I know this guy who could do a thing. She when knows Miss- she can trust Mad Sweetie. That's but what's bullshit. She hasn't seen Mad Sweetie do anything really yet. Yeah. Like he's took her through the horde the rest episode. He's that was been the, most the nicest pra- person to her. I know, but that's the most proactive thing he has done versus Mr. Wednesday that truly seems to have power. So yeah. she feels like of the two, I can go with the guy that's almost immediately going to get me back on track versus the other guy that I don't know if I can trust. I think that's what's going on there at least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and she does stab Argus. Yep. And it does give her a charge up. It heals the scars right in front of her. Uh, it does bring her back to life. Her eyes tore, turn back into being a normal color. Um, so she is briefly back alive again. I mean, the episode ends and she's still alive. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, but she's trapped in that wherever she is there in Argus. Yeah, in some sort of like prison. Like a circular one. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm and curious. Mr. Wednesday leaves her. Yeah. He, yeah. he heads back to shadow moon. Every, um, it's really hard to get every time I'm like, okay, may I, you think Mr. Wednesday is doing this for shadows benefit. He has, uh, he's looking out for him sometimes. Sometimes he's being just cruel as shit. It's it's very frustrating. The show is frustrating. Now, Mr. Wednesday, I think you can safely say is never doing anything for anybody's benefit other than his own. Yeah. Never? Never. No. Never. But he's got a sweet, sweet Cadillac that he rolls around. He was only bringing he can't that, be all evil. He was only bringing that car back to try to sell it. 
<laughs> on Craigslist. Do you think it's on Craigslist? It's on right Craigslist now? right now. No, yeah, I'm gonna fine. Do it. I'm gonna you got to head there. Uh, Check it out. Can I borrow a couple thousand dollars from you guys? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be more than that. This car is immortal. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you Damn. can have as much money as you want. Thanks. No problem. That's cool. I'm going to uh, buy Calloc and then quit the show. Yeah, we should <laughs> say we do have a three-person three shared bank account. We make all of our choices out. Uh, do we want to jump back and talk about Shadows? Plot line? Well, or I guess talk, we could talk... Oh, I was going to say, let's talk about the gin yes. uh, oh, real quick. Um, gin and Sam, uh, they're doing a little motorcycle tour. Uh, they stop, first stop, like any great tour, at the Porn Palace. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they go to the Porn Palace and they encounter a little uh, Jack the Beanstalk story going on. So that was fun. Uh, yes. Yeah. So they go in they meet a uh, they meet a giant yeah and then they go back and they meet jack and he's growing some hydroponics if they you will love to garden microgreens yeah. yeah and i don't think they explicitly at any point said that either of those were those but it clearly was that which it i thought i wasn't clear to me until you said it out loud oh yeah no there was the, the dude they encounter at first smells them and is like uh you smell like fucking a human and yeah, you he's know, like the whole, yeah, yeah i smell the blood of an englishman yeah but not the blood yeah. The other stuff. The other stuff. Yeah. We don't say that <laughs> yeah. word on this. Uh, this is a clean podcast where we talk about head day and stuff. Day, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that. And then they go back and see this other guy and he has them a stock. So it's Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, Which but, is a weapon. Yes. So what do you think Ooh. was going on there? They give This mission seems to be the gin picking up something for Mr. Wednesday for Who's him to use down the road. About? Spear of Destiny, I assume, or something yeah. like that. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious where the where the Beanstalk is going to play in because it definitely felt like this was a totally unrelated storyline. Um, so I look forward to seeing them come back. Sure. I, I got to say, like, I really like how much the Jin is just a badass. Like, he's fun motorcycle. Yeah, he's fun to watch. He has great Sunglasses. lines of dialogue. You know, he's really fun and over the top. I just wish he didn't treat his sidecar love like such a sidecar. You know. Mm. Yeah. No, I think uh, I don't know. They'll get there. Like uh, this, to your point, Justin, or at least what I think was your point. Uh, the mm. there didn't shot. seem to be much relationship. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he, like, you know he undercut my point. Yeah, he undercut <laughs> my point. So that's the point. <laughs> what do you mean? He was like, uh, I, I, just, think yeah, I just think you're. Just didn't see, it didn't seem that clear. A little unfocused. Yeah. You were just being a little like clear. You were, I, it was like you were stuck in a pet opticon of your own opinions. <laughs> oh. I thought I was driving the motorcycle. I'm in the fucking sidecar. <laughs> oh, there didn't seem up. to be much uh, relationship movement was yes. the main thing. I, I, I want to see what is going on. Why are the Jin and Selim still together other than driving around and encountering interesting characters, you know? Yeah, because we can all do that. Exactly. Uh, real Another quick sidebar on just Mad Sweeney and sure. his series of uh, fail videos. Series of making. unfortunate events. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. He lost his lucky coin, and his luck didn't go to zero. It went to bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not how luck works. No, it's exactly how luck works. No, you're lucky, or you're neutral, or you're bad lucky. No, yeah, no, his luck flipped. Bad lucky, right? Yeah, why does it flip? He just lost a coin. He should go back to zero. Flip no, a coin. It should, if you're very lucky and you lose your coin, you are now always bad luck. That's, that's what is that? That's not how it works. That's if exactly. Coin, we literally just, just explained it. No, if you lose your coin, it, maybe it feels like bad luck, but it's just you're down to zero. If you no, lose your no. legs, you don't just move a little bit slower. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is very unlucky, uh, but that's not the same thing. Yeah, yeah, legs are like coins. Well, uh, legs are the uh, coins of the body. That's what true. does that even mean? Uh, 
I'm just saying you don't it. put legs into a machine to then play it. That's that's don't make you. Have you ever done that racing thing at the arcade? <laughs> your first thought about what coins are used for were like a jukebox, a video game, a video <laughs> yeah, yeah. from the nineties. <laughs> from the nineties, yeah, exactly. But once again, all of our brains are working fine. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you guys want uh, the Chuck E. Cheese near Atlantic Place, you can find Pete there. He's stuck at Dig Dug. Yeah. <laughs> Later on today. Uh, I We're love Jeff. Open up a Dave and Buster's and Cadillac dealership. <laughs> you know, they don't let you in without a kid. <laughs> cool, cool, man. <laughs> That's definitely for the best for everybody. <laughs> I was really pissed when they turned me away. I've never seen you look so serious. <laughs> You're just like, hey, man, you, do you know this? I found out the hard way. <laughs> that's why. That's why you have kids. Yeah. Do you think it's about not having a kid, or because uh, what everybody's been tweeting you nonstop, all that head day and everything? <laughs> you want to come into Dave and Buster's, sir? Let me just look at your Twitter. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> all hentai and uh, Cadillac pics. Uh, Mad Sweeney's for Cadillac. Mad Sweeney's uh, last thing we see him, he's passed out in the highway. Gets stopped and picked up by a Christian rock band. I thought this is very that funny. That was hilarious. Uh, for a second, I thought it was an entire bus full of Jesuses because oh, we've seen that, that on the cool. show, but I think it was just a I miss the Jesuses. Yeah. But that was fun. Great. That was fun. I enjoy seeing Mad Sweetie uh, get fucked up on his own. Yeah, it was like at the end of uh, like Dumb and Dumber. He was such he was so bummed out. Uh, mm-hmm. It was very funny. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Uh, then we should get back to you, Shadow Moon's yeah. storyline. So Shadow... Uh, ends up pulling himself out of the wreckage of the train. He stumbles down the road, eventually makes it to a rest stop. And I thought this, I love this. Uh, This is my favorite scene in the episode. What? Seeing him immediately slip back into being a con, which we have not seen in a very long time. It's funny. I didn't like this Uh, scene because I thought he was such a bad, he was so stupid. Like, Uh, uh, that's bad conning. He should be a better con man than well, he was. It was working to his credit. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, but it, it was very easy, easy to see through. And he yeah. was only trying to. He that's had because ten... you're the viewer and you know. Yeah. What do you mean I know? Uh, also, you'd how do you? You'd get... be fooled by his uh, delicious charms. He put it's so out of. Delicious I mean, I'm not... charms. <laughs> wait, 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 let's back up the truck for a second here. So he survives a horrible train crash. Yeah. Somehow hashtag, finds hashtag train. F- sometimes somehow finds clothes that fit him, start walking down the street and just happens to have ten dollars. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. He had ten dollars. He was just trying to get a twenty. Yeah. I was like, come on man, this is of the lowest stakes grip. Well and he didn't need what does he need ten more dollars for? Uh let me he's just, on the road, that's why. Let me just uh, comment on Al- the point I think Alex Do you know how much beef jerky is? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think he's gonna invest in some beef jerky? Uh if you're on the road, if you're smart, that's a that you get invest only, in jerky. That's the only place it makes sense to ever eat jerky. Yeah. It's on exactly. the road. If yeah. you're at home Hey and, Soul Sister, that's another one. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I I can't believe you used your phone during the podcast. <laughs> uh, I had to check. I can't uh, remember anything. Anymore. I thought it was a low point for me because he went back to his old ways. You know, I want I th- I thought he was better than that now after everything he's experienced and been through. So it was sad to see him conning a very nice lady. But eh, he, whatever. He, he's just such a character what do you that mean? has. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't. We're never going to see that lady again. Yeah, but now she's got to explain uh, to her boss where the money went and why the register's I'm short. Really feeling it for the very tiniest characters. <laughs> Dude, you, you ever had? You can't muster sympathy for Laura Moon, who's a main character <laughs> going through some shit. She's You're awful. Like, yeah, this lady's drawer is going to be. Off. Her you, boss is going to be furious. Yeah, 
If you have ever been responsible for a drawer, it sucks. No, of course, but uh, I worked at Burger King. Really? When I was the in high king? school. Oh, great. Wow. Did you get to eat all the fries you want? Uh, no. Go-to was the um, the BK, the uh, chicken, the uh, not the fried one, the grilled one. Mm. What? Um, which has a different name now. That's garbage. No, wow. You worked at Burger King and your go-to was the chicken. The fast food, Did, fast food is bad. like super tempted to stick your hands on the deep fryer? What not the even fuck, close. dude? My brother worked at the same Burger King and he, uh, you know, it really Probably busy. got... Promoted faster than you because he's a better person. <laughs> uh, no, definitely not. I ran the fucking drive-through, bro. Oh wow, that was my That's first. Hardcore. That was my first podcasting. Really. <laughs> Can we get back to? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first. Uh, you know, that's what the drive-through really is—just a, a one-on-one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Burger King. What do you want to talk about? I'm into comics. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this episode of Burger King is brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't been invented yet. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Wait, can we get back to the fact that you are so evil you want people to stick their hand in a no, deep fryer? No, I don't want other people to stick their hand in the deep fryer. I'm just saying if I stood there, definitely the thought would cross my mind. Yeah, you, it's like just touching you the hot standing stove. in exactly. front of the deep fryer. Yes. Yeah, what Justin said. It's, it's like, like touching the hot stove and you're like, oh, it's uh, there's. I know it's dangerous, but there's something drawing me to it. Really? I'm off to a flame. Wait, my my brother you... once accidentally like dropped something in there, like an onion ring, and like w- without thinking, he was just like, "I'll grab that," and then was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, my Ooh. fingers!" Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. But it it's felt so up. wait, if anytime you guys are around something dangerous, you feel a something calling you towards it. Is that yeah, what like you're a saying out loud? Like a voice. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it's yeah, like, we, like I always hear a voice when I'm with you guys, like start a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening right now. I hear voices as <laughs> stop doing this. Uh, so you're, you're, I'm uh, That's the hot stove for me. Yeah, getting back to Shadow's storyline, oh, okay, so fine. he does get interrupted by a new character uh, who picks him up, uh, interrupts his con, gets some gas out of him, uh, and he ends up getting a ride with her. So most of his storyline is riding with her. Trying to figure out if she's, she's a god. awesome, by the way. She's great. Uh, if she's a god, if there's something mystical about her while he goes not to Cairo, but to Cairo. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I like this. I like this part of the episode quite a bit. I mm. thought she was a good character. I thought great they played character. well off of each other. She's someone, if I remember correctly, is going to play in bigger as it goes on. Yeah. Black yeah. You can tell by the way they kept showing her tattoo. And also she kept taking pictures of Shadow, which we don't know what exactly. The f- she takes one on her Polaroid camera and, and she's like, hey, that's just um, ev- insurance just yeah. insurance or yeah. evidence in case you do something fucked Because she knows mayhem's on the road, so she's got to get exactly. good insurance. The character mayhem. Yeah. But also, like, that's smart, though. You know, you don't know. You can't trust people. But you got to have some evidence. That way later, if she dies, she's got a picture. Later she takes a picture of him while he's Sleeping, which is a little adorable. Uh, the first thing I thought, um, since she is established as a Native American, like uh, the idea of taking a picture of someone is taking uh, your soul. Uh, so she kept wanting so more of his soul. I'm, I'm curious if that is part of it. Mm. Yeah, I think we are going to see her again, though, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> what? Welcome back. Yeah, where you just look up. Yeah, what were you just trying to do? <laughs> what, were you on, character? what were you doing? I was just looking up trade songs. Don't yeah, even worry right. about it. Oh, my Fucking God. Sneak. No, I was know. trying to remember uh, exactly uh, when she shows up again in the novel because I was getting... 
I don't want to ruin it. No, I know. I did the same thing uh, last week. Last time we recorded, I was like, oh, fuck, what happened in the book again? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't actually show up at the part that I thought she showed up uh, at. Uh, there's a point, which we talked about on the last episode, but there's a point where uh, Shadow finds a different town to live in for a while. I thought momentarily I got her mixed yeah. up with another character that he meets there. Uh, but she does show up on the road in the narrative again. There right. you go. If all of his crows are this cool. I wish they would come to life more often. No, that was it. Yeah, maybe. No. Uh, so the end of the episode, though, is uh, Shadow Moon finally makes it to Mr. Jackel's, and he doesn't encounter Mr. Jackel. He actually encounters Mr. Wednesday, who is outside with a very weird-looking bottle. We had a little bit of discussion. We where were speculating, was yeah. that a liquor bottle or a beer bottle? I thought it was a beer bottle. I, I think it was Ambrosia. Like, I think that was the idea. But he also but the so can... quickly made another pact with Mr. Wednesday. After I don't think he it matters just... at this point. He's already in it, right? No. Uh, Shadow drinks whatever the liquid was. And I, isn't it, is it true that only gods can drink Ambrosia? Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I think that is true. Is he Do a they, god now? No, they have a... No, he doesn't drink it, right? When they're back at the alligator bar back in season one, he yeah. can't. Yeah. Everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you're right about that. Interesting. Mm. Uh, Do you think then that maybe he's walking him down the path to godhood? Yeah. American right. godhood. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, very cool. Ooh. Somewhere in America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we mention that? No. That super weirdness. So as Salim and the Jinn are driving away in the cracks in the parking lot, it says somewhere in America, right? Yeah. And what do you think was up with that? I don't know. That to me was so weird. But that's a normal thing in parking lots. It says that a lot. No, it, it, it felt it to wasn't be, even graffiti. It was literally in the cracks in the pavement. Yeah, yeah. It's the pavement. It felt know. like it would be the sort of thing when they pulled up as an identifier of the scene, yeah. not as they're leaving. Yeah, it was very odd. It was very I strange. I thought it was cool. I, oh, great. All right. Huge difference of opinion. <laughs> That's it for this podcast, I yeah. guess. Uh, another horrible split between <laughs> us, three hosts. Oh, man. Uh, any, uh, before we start wrapping this up, any final impressions or other things we should talk about with the episode? Well, I just had a thought. Uh, if you had to choose, not based on the characters of this show. Between Megatron and Hedtick. Go ahead. Can't choose, I ever bro. choose my Can't two choose. children? Um, but similarly, if you had to choose between um, siding with the old gods or the new gods, Again, not old gods. Uh, really? Why? Because I don't trust the new guys. Okay. Yeah. Great. You're and talking on a microphone into a Zoom recorder right now. Yeah. What? <laughs> but to be fair, he has a case on his phone that makes it look like a cassette tape. So, <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, old gods or new gods? Um, I think watching the show, we're supposed to think the old gods are the good guys, but I do yeah. think Mr. Wednesday is the bad guy. Yeah. So. I also use technology a lot, so I guess the new gods. Interesting. You were sell out, dude. Yeah, whatever. I love, I love my phone. Yeah, you're. I, I worry about that sometimes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. man. Mr. Apple Watch over here so is worried about your phone I can usage. look up train songs, find out what a panopticon is. What about you, Justin? What, do you, what side do you fall on? Old gods or new gods? Don't be a sellout. Oh, man. My Don't gods. Be a oh, yeah. I'm my own god. Oh. Um, I guess I would go. I mean, I feel like. Dude, you're a classically trained actor. Come on, bro. You got to be old yes. gods. So, of course, I will uh, 
worship Euripides, my performance <laughs> yep. of uh, the Oresteia that I did at Hamilton College in 2000. And was that before or after you worked at Burger King? Uh, I mean, it was similarly similar experience. It was after. Burger King was high school. Oh, okay. My, or my, my, my first job. Sweet. Uh, New Gods. What? Nice. You sell out. Sorry, dude. Yeah, dude. sorry. No, now all the three of Fuck us are both new gods. You guys. That was what this was for, right? It was a majority vote. Exactly. Where now you, you worship the new gods. Nope. Speaking of which, which god deserved your worship this episode the most? Pete, we'll start with you. Which god? I'm going to have to go with the Swainers. The, the what? <laughs> Mad Sweeney's. Oh, the Sweeney's. <laughs> Mad Sweeney. Any particular reason? Well, I feel like he's going through a tough time, and I feel like he's the only one who has, like, pure uh, purity of heart. Like, he, this guy isn't trying to fuck people over. He just wants his coin so he can go and live his life. He doesn't seem, like, evil or have some fucked up plan. He's just trying to do good. Uh, Justin, what about you? I got to go with the Christian rock band that Matt Sweeney encountered. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like fun guys, and they rock from, uh, you know, a not really, a decidedly not rock and roll um, background yeah. to really get in and uh, be. They don't necessarily rock around the clock, but uh, at least until 7 p.m., and then they get a good night's sleep. Exactly. And what's better than a good night's sleep? Oh, man. I, the hardest thing to be successful at would be uh, being a Christian rock band, I think, uh, yeah. perhaps in the world. And uh, the fact that they have a tour bus means they're got to be pretty good at they're one of those real things. They're doing real well. Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Wednesday. I just thought this was a really good episode for Ian McShane. He had a lot of fun lines throughout. Yeah. Um, he's... He could be super intense, but he's also at his best when he's kind of just hanging in the background and gets to have a little bit of fun. You like when he stabbed the cow, didn't you? That was your I favorite I love part. watching cows get stabbed. Oh, yeah, that's God. a future stake. It's pretty sweet. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on by and we will worship you. Oh, yeah. What do you want to plug, Pete? Uh, friend us on Facebook so we get, get to know about our amazing guest. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> Comic Book Live. Check us out at for this podcast of any more. And uh, we'll see you at the House of Worship. Yeah. Oh boy. That's oh, good Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.